Hey guys, we're going to pray together in just a second, but before we do, I'm going to talk and we're going to read our scripture uh, for this new series, but I am so excited to be back in 2018 with Second Students Live uh, with Hurricane Harvey and all the other craziness of, of last year and especially last semester. I feel like we never really got into any kind of routine or rhythm, and, and, and I'm so glad because finally we have a semester where we don't have like... Thanksgiving in the middle and then and, and Christmas and all these breaks and stuff. And so we're going to meet every Wednesday night with the exception of one Wednesday night. That's spring break. Uh, we'll get to meet for live. And so I am beyond excited uh, to be back to do this. Now, tonight we're kicking off a new series called Disconnected, Disconnected. Now, here's the thing, and this is the, the idea behind this series. And we're going to be talking in a lot of different things over the next couple of weeks. But here's the thing. This thing for most of us right here is one of the things that connects us so much, right? I mean, you guys are connected. How many of you guys have a phone of some kind? You have a phone that you take. I know not everybody does. That's okay, by the way. It's okay. Uh, a lot of people that have one would say, don't get one. It's okay. But, uh, but here's the thing. This thing right here keeps you so connected, right? A lot of you think that this thing is going to keep you connected. You can talk to people all over the world. You can talk to your friends when they're not at your house, when they're not in front of you. You can text with them. You can snap them. You can do all these different things to stay connected to the people around you. But here's the thing. I want to make a challenge for all of us. I want to make a challenge tonight for all of us. Because here's the thing. A lot of us, when we think we're connected, we're actually disconnected. And here's what happens. Because we're so connected, a lot of times we're disconnected from each other. A lot of times we're disconnected from the Lord. And we're going to talk about that here in just a couple of minutes. But if you have a Bible, you can open up to this. We'll be on the screen as well. But John chapter 15 is going to be our focus uh, for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to read it all since this is the first week and we'll unpack it over the next couple of weeks. But here's what Jesus says, John chapter 15, verse 1. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, remain in me. This is Jesus talking. I've read letters in my Bible. I don't know what you got in yours. Jesus is talking. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will, do, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Everybody say nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, Ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is my father, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. Are you catching a theme yet? Anybody catching a theme yet? If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no man, no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. Remember, this is Jesus speaking. He says, 
I do not call you servants, I call you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. The challenge tonight, this whole passage talks about staying connected to God. It's a picture of staying connected to Jesus Christ. He says, remain in me. The word actually means abide in me. It means to live in me. And he says, as you live in me, I will live in you. And that's what we're going to unpack here over the next couple of minutes. Let's pray. And then after I pray, we're going to show you a quick video. God, thank you for today, for every student that's here. And Lord, as we unpack your word, we pray that you would be the one that would unpack it in our hearts and our minds so that we would hear from you, so that we would go away from this place challenged and changed, and that you would use these next couple of weeks as a launching point for all that you want to do in the lives of every one of us in this room, and then as a result, through the lives of everyone in this room, for your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. Check out this video. All right, let's be honest. You guys that have phones, how many of you guys have done something like that at some point? Raise your hand if it's true. If you do not have your hands up, you're probably lying. Uh, because all of us have done it probably at some point. The one for me, somebody was asking or was talking about it out there, the one for me that gets me on these kind of things is sometimes I'll be, like, be walking on a sidewalk, and because I'm so tall, nobody trims trees high enough, and so I'll be walking, and like a tree branch will hit me right across the top of the head or something like that. Um, that's the one that happens to me. But here's the thing. All of us have moments like this. Now, there was a test that was done uh, a few years ago, it was by a professor, uh, he was actually a professor of psychology from Western Washington University. Anyone ever heard of West, Western Washington University? Yeah, me neither. Uh, but nobody's heard of, it, heard of it, but it was this professor of psychology and some of the students in his class, and they came up with this phrase called inattentional blindness. Inattentional blindness. And basically what they did was they wanted to see what kind of impact this device had on people. And so they went around campus and they wanted to watch and observe people that were on their phone, even if they were just talking on their phone or texting on their phone. And the first thing they wanted to see, they wanted to see how it impacted their movement. And what they found was that people who were on their phone did not walk or run or whatever they were doing in a straight line. They moved in zigzag lines, and sometimes they would go like this, and they would realize, oh, I'm supposed to go that way, and they would change direction. Anyone ever done that? Yeah, same with texting. They would change direction. They would be walking slowly. Anyone ever done that? Yeah? Yeah, that's what I thought. They'd be walking slowly, trying to text and things like that, so it impacted their movement. Then they decided to see, let's see how it impacts their awareness of people around them. So literally, they would put obstacles in the way where somebody would be like standing right in front of them or walking directly at them, and they would kind of get to where they're like, oh, you know, they, didn't, they had no idea what was happening in the world around them, and then they wanted to check and see their awareness to extremely abnormal things. You go online and look at all these different tests that, that have been run with these kind of things, but the first thing, this psychology professor actually uh, dressed up like a clown in a purple and yellow clown suit and, and had like a yellow hat and all that kind of stuff, and he's juggling on a unicycle. 
and they had people walking across the campus that were on their phones, and they were connected with somebody, but here's what happened. When those people would walk across campus, this clown would go like right in front of them, would circle around them, would do all these different things, and they would ask the people afterwards, hey, did you see that clown? And they'd say, what clown? I'm not kidding. You go look at it. It's amazing. Over 75% of the people did not even notice that there was a clown circling around them, going past them, juggling and riding a unicycle and all these kind of things. They do tests with Chewbacca on the street. Chewbacca standing in the middle of the street in New York City and somebody walks right by him on their phone and they're, and they're like, hey, did you see Chewbacca back there? They're like, oh, I had no idea it was there. They have another one with a gorilla standing there. Like all these weird things, and they're checking it out. And here's what they found out. They found out that because people were so connected on this one thing, they were disconnected from the entire world. How many of you have sat at a meal with friends, and you've been talking to them, and they're on their phone? Raise your hand if that's ever happened to you. Every single person in this room. All right? Now, before I make the real challenge, I'm going to make a challenge to all of you for just a second, if you have a phone, the next time you sit down at a meal where you would normally pull your phone out, I wanna encourage you to leave it in your pocket and try to have a conversation with people. And here's what'll happen. Some of you guys have done this before. How many of you guys have intentionally, you've done this? Like you've thought, I need to put my phone away and you've done this. You probably experienced exactly what I experience uh, sometimes whenever I do that. You've probably experienced that you're trying to talk with people and they're all on their phones. So like you're, I'm like, you're like, I'm putting my phone away and you're like, hello, hey. And your phone's buzzing because they're texting you and you're like, can we just talk? That'd be fun, right? But here's what happens. Because we are so connected, I'm afraid that in a lot of ways we're disconnected. Now there are studies, and by the way, uh, the re most recent studies have not been published yet, so these are, these are really old. But did you know that the average person who has a smartphone spends over five hours a day on their smartphone? And by the way, because you're teenagers, that number goes up. You're, you're the ones that take it up higher, right? Uh, we all know that. Uh, they unlock their phone. How many, how many get times would you guess you unlock your phone? Per day. Just throw out numbers, guys. 20 times? A thousand times a day? What is wrong with you? They'd be like, I don't know. 110 times. This was a couple years ago when like you had to type in your number, right? To unlock your phone. Like they don't have ones from when you just put your thumb there or you look at it. Uh, they don't have that yet. But over, on average, over 110 times a day that a lot of us are unlocking our phone. And I've got one too, so I'm not just pointing fingers, I'm saying us in this. Here's the thing about these devices. They're designed to be addictive. Did you know that social media is designed like a drug is designed? They intentionally design it to where it's going to create an addiction in you. Do you wanna know why that is? Because these people who create these things are not trying to build them so that you can connect with friends. You might be like, well, what do you mean? Like, that's what Snapchat is. It's just how I stay connected with friends. That's what Instagram is. I just get to see pictures and I post them and stuff, right? No, no, no. They build those so that they can make money. And guess what? The less time you spend on Instagram and Snapchat and all these other things, guess what? They make less money. 
And so they're trying to get you to spend as many hours a day as they can on that device. Anyone ever played Candy Crush? Candy Crush, all right. Anyone ever played a video game on your phone? Some kind of game on your phone. Okay, all of those games, you'll notice, all of them have something that you're trying to achieve, a level, whether you get like three stars or one star, and then they have all these little things that keep popping up that they're trying to drag you in and pull you in more and more and more and more, and some of us, again, us, have gotten drug in, right? Because the more time they can get you to spend on that, and sometimes like you go from one board to the next and they've got like a video that pops up that you can't do anything until you watch it. Anyone watched one of those videos before? Yeah, because you can't do anything. Here's the thing, they get paid. They're trying to get you addicted to this device and unfortunately for a lot of us, it works. It works. And then here's the other thing about, that's fun about social media is that we're constantly exposed to carefully filtered content from our friends and from celebrities and things like that. So our friends that we know you know, things aren't going well for, they're having a rough time, they're gonna post the picture of them going, best day ever, you know, like they're on vacation and talking about how much they hate their family and then they post this beautiful picture with their family of everybody smiling and you're like, that's not really how it is, but it makes you feel that way. And what, what it's created, psychologists have looked at this, they say what social media has created is created a depressed culture. Because when, I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, you look at social media and you're like, man, uh, something's wrong with me. Because everybody puts the perfect face forward on social media. Nobody's like, you know, even, even girls, let's be real. You're like, yeah, I just rolled out of bed. But like you've taken like five minutes to get the right shot and like to put everything the way it's supposed to be and all that kind of stuff, right? And like that's, that's how it is. We know how that stuff is. Everybody's putting on the perfect face. And so we spend all this time on all these things to stay connected. But unfortunately, it disconnects us. And many students today, many of you guys today, Maybe you might have a hard time having more face-to-face conversations. Like if you put your phone and put it on your dresser at your house and left your house and went to a meal with people, you'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. That could start twitching and shaking because really it's just like you're being off of drugs, right? Like that's what it's like. Like you're coming down in some way. And there's actually neurological things that happen with dopamine and all that kind of stuff. When somebody likes your photo, stuff happens in your brain and it causes you to want to come back and do it some more. So you're going to post more pictures so the people will like more pictures because it puts that dopamine in your brain. And it's exactly what happens with the drug. Exactly the same chemical reaction in your brain as a drug. And so all of us are disconnected. A lot of us, because we're so connected, we can become disconnected. We can become easily disconnected. So I'm going to make it really simple and I'll be done tonight. Here's my challenge to all of you. My challenge for every one of us in this room is to take 21 days. They say it takes 21 days to create a habit. Everybody look up at me. Everybody look at me. Here's my challenge to you, challenge for every one of us in this room. They say it takes 21 days to create a habit. I'm going to challenge you for 21 days to find a way to disconnect from the things that are keeping you disconnected for the purpose of connecting with God, number one. That's the first priority here and with other people. 
Because here's the thing, for some of you right now, uh, you might just spend hours and hours a day on Snapchat, on Instagram, on social media of some kind, on texting. You may spend hours and hours a day, but my challenge is to figure out something. We're going to take some time in just a second to give you uh, a chance to, to pray about this and say, God, what would you have me to disconnect from? Because here's the thing. Imagine for a second that I, I have a rope and I'm tied down to this right here, but I want to connect with somebody that's over there. I might have a hard time because I'm connected right here. I'm disconnected over there. Okay? I have one little plug in my office that, that, that charges like my iPad and my iPhone and stuff like that. And when it's connected to my iPad, I have a problem when I need to connect my phone. Because it's connected here, it cannot connect here. It's one connection. And here's the reality for your life. When you're connected to something, you're not going to be connected to the other things. That's what happens to us. So our purpose for this series is to challenge all of us to disconnect from the things that keep us disconnected in our relationship with God for the purpose of connecting with God. So that's my challenge. That's our challenge for the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna challenge you to take 21 days, so three weeks from today, we're gonna finish this off and we're gonna see how God's taken us further. And for some of you in 2018, you might've set some goals. We talked about that this last weekend, actually. You might've set some goals, but I'm gonna challenge you. We're gonna challenge you to take 21 days to create a habit of connecting with God. Now, now I'm not gonna tell you what you need to disconnect from. It may be certain, it may be something on your phone. You may need to say, you know what, I'm gonna lay down social media entirely. You may say, I'm gonna lay it down for these hours every day. You may say, I'm gonna just like leave my phone and never touch it. Like I don't, I don't know what it's gonna be for you. You may say, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop and disconnect from my relationship with that person. That's what I'm gonna do. I have a relationship with a person that I'm connected to that is disconnecting me in my relationship with God. So I'm gonna leave that behind. Not for 21 days so you can pick it up again later, but that, that might be a different story. But here's the thing. The challenge is to figure out what those things are that are disconnecting you from your relationship with God. Maybe it's a sin struggle. Maybe it's something you're looking at, something you're watching, something you're listening to, places you're going, things you're doing, things you're saying, whatever it is. But my challenge to you tonight is to figure out what the one thing is that if you said, you know what, if I disconnected that from my life, I think that would give me the greatest opportunity to connect my heart and my time with God. And some of you guys are like, I don't even know what that means to connect with God. I don't really get that. And we'll talk about that again in just a second. But that's my challenge. So in just a second, I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head, not right this second. I'm going to ask you to bow your head. I'm going to ask you to pray and say, God, what is it that you'd have me to disconnect from? And then we're going to actually take a couple minutes and I'm going to ask you to actually like, pray and, and then talk to some of the people around you and say, hey, this is what I'm going to disconnect from so that they can help you. Can you help me? If you've got friends here, I want you to actually tell them, hey, this is what I feel like God wants me to disconnect from because I want to connect with God in a new way in 2018. And so I'm going to do this and I'm going to try to create a habit of connecting with God. So will you help me to stay disconnected from this? And here's the thing. The whole purpose of it is to connect with God, because the things that we're connected to a lot of times disconnect us in our relationship with God. If you'll do me a favor, just bow your head for just a moment.